Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, welcome to Talkin' Tofu. I'm Becky. And I'm David. This week on the show, we'll talk vegan sausage with peppers and onions, oatmeal cookie sandwiches, and review the plant-based queso from Simple Truth. Wow, what a what a lineup. Yes. You seemed confused about the sausage with peppers and onions. Well, we didn't eat that. We will eat it tonight, and we eat it often. So we're talking about what we're going to eat? Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. We're shifting things. We're going to talk about the future because I'm so excited about our dinner. I didn't agree to that, though. I said it with rice. I know you said it. Oh, the kid is excited about it, too. I cannot confirm that on my end. He hasn't said it to me. So Dave placed a grocery order, and in it was a pack of Beyond Sausages. And my dream is to thaw them out and throw them in the air fryer with some bell pepper and some onions and have that be our dinner because that is one of my favorite quick dinners to make. And it's so good. Is this the part of the show where we're talking vegan sausage and peppers and onions, or are you explaining why it's... Hey, Dave, how are you doing? I'm I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm excited about these the sausage, peppers, and you onions. You really want to keep talking about it. I do. I'm just excited about them. I think I'm getting hungry. I think that's the problem. Did you have lunch? I had that leftover stacked enchilada. For breakfast? Well, it was like a 12 p.m. breakfast. What time did you get up? 11 a.m. Okay. Call it a brunch. I had a brunch of leftovers, and it's 2 p.m., so maybe I'm hungry. Just really giving away the whole schedule. Yeah. It's also a Sunday. It's Sunday. It's also October... 11th. You don't have to check. I know it in my head. Okay. I'm a walking calendar. Oh, I'm not. It's October 11th. It's about two o'clock, just just after two o'clock. It's really rainy. It's bumming me out. I couldn't go for my run today. I'm sitting here dressed in running clothes for the run that I never went on. And then I woke up to a text message from Dave about uh, the grocery order that was going to come while he was on his run. And then I came out of the room and he was still here. I got. Didn't get to go. It was like if you could have filmed it, like I got all dressed up and I put on my mask and I got my running sunglasses on, put on my shoes and got out there, stretched, which I don't normally do because I usually do a long run on the weekends and it's good to stretch. And then I got out there and uh, it just opened up on me. I got like three steps down the sidewalk and it opened up on me and I walked right back in. You were outside. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, what a letdown. And in that amount of time, 
our child had woken you up to come watch him play Luigi's Mansion 3 because there was a boss that he has beaten several times, but neither of us have been there to watch him beat it. Yep. It's a momentous. Yeah. And so. Yep. I mean, it was, it was 11 o'clock. I probably needed to get up. It's not his call, though. I want everyone to know that we almost always record these on Sundays because I feel like at the beginning of almost every episode lately, when you ask how I'm doing, I talk about how late I slept. Oh. It's the weekend. I don't sleep till 11. I don't say it to make you self-conscious. I like to sleep. You said, oh, like I do say it to make you feel self-conscious? No, I mean, oh, I feel self-conscious about it all by myself. Why? I don't know. It feels so lazy. Look, if you're going to judge Becky on what time she gets up in the morning, well, you go go listen to Marin. <laughs> Do you think Marin's like an early early? I riser? don't know. I'm just saying, take that attitude elsewhere. We don't need that energy on this podcast. I, I would say just judge me, but stick around. We've got one listener left. I don't want them to, I don't know. I guess that's what they're here for. <laughs> Whatever this is. Yeah. 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 I'm take a sip of my blueberry Waterloo. Ooh. Water blue? Water blue. So no, fancy. Not a fan. <sighs> squirrels in my flower pots. Oh, yeah. There are squirrels in the flower pots. I've st- I seeded some boxwood uh, cuttings, or didn't seed them. I rooted them, trying to get them to root. And I went out this morning, and a squirrel had, had dug it all up. So now I got to get cayenne pepper. I saw cayenne pepper on the script that you wrote. So it got me thinking about how I need to put cayenne pepper in the dirt Did so you, that the squirrels don't rip. Do we have cayenne pepper? I don't know. I asked you and you said we did. I said we probably do. All right. It's been a minute since I've needed it. I'll check after this. Yeah, you don't have to. It's on me to check. No, I'll check. I just haven't checked yet. I didn't know that you were invested in whether I'd done it or not. I'm invested in these squirrels. They dug up all my garlic that I planted. I don't plant much lately because everything I plant gets dug up by squirrels, including this garlic, I guess. I thought the garlic would be safe because garlic is stinky, but no. What? Well, I thought that the squirrels wouldn't like the smell of the garlic. Yeah. Because because it's stinky. Garlic repels other kinds of pests. Okay. Like insects and stuff because it's stinky. Are you sure about that? Or is that like a. It's a thing I read. read in a comic somewhere. It was in an Archie. Yeah. Double digest. Yeah. Pals and gals? Yeah, it was with pals and gals. Okay. And uh, so I did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Plant the garlic around your other stuff and it'll keep... Some... You didn't read that in an Archie though. Oh, no. It was a... Where, is that a real thing? It was a Betty and Veronica double digest. All right. Do you... I read yeah. it on the internet. So obviously on it's a, true. On a gardening tips website, web page... Yeah, I don't remember where. It was a very long time ago, but it was the thing I read that I internalized and have been doing for a long time when I garden. And you specifically read that garlic is so stinky that it repels. I'm going to look it up because I don't want to kill everyone's gardens with bad advice. I mean, if you're taking any sort of gardening advice from this podcast, just go over to Marin. I'm looking for a credible source. Permaculture Magazine seems like they know what they're talking about. Control pests in the garden this so summer famously, with a natural organic repellent. Garlic. Peeled cloves. Oh, it says to put crushed garlic. Huh. Oh. Garlic water. When you crush it, it makes it much stinkier. 
Yeah. So maybe I read something about that and then internalized the wrong message. You know, if if you are sitting there, one listener, and you're tearing your hair out <laughs> about that we're getting it way wrong with the garlic and that there's just one little key that would make it all make sense, get at us. Please do. Please get at us. Yeah. We love when you do that. Yeah. Send us a letter. Oh, boy. This weather is really messing with our energy. It is. You are so low energy. And you came in like with goot levels last week. And this week, you are like, Uh, you're at a three. Anything else wrong with what I'm doing? (laughs) I'm just concerned about you. Just list them all. And then I'll... Do you need some coffee? No, I had coffee. Do you want me to get you some coffee? No. I'll fix you some. What's a nice thing I would do for you? you Some people would turn this around and start talking about your energy, the person who's attacking my energy. But I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Because that's just going to pull us down into a a bog. I could use some coffee, but I can't have any. Okay. But you've had tea. You've got a big old honking thing of tea right there. I know. I haven't finished it. I think that's part of my problem. What's your other drink? It's a lemon water. Lemon water? Mm -hmm. You mean lemonade? No, it's water. It's not a water with lemon. It is a yellow drink. It's a lot of lemon. I keep a jar of lemon juice in the fridge for cooking, and I also add it to my water. It's like probably a whole lemon's worth of juice in that that glass. You should put cayenne pepper in there. That would be delicious. It would be a good kick. It would. Yeah, and it would keep squirrels out of it. Add some maple syrup, and you've got that weird master cleanse drink, which actually is very delicious. I don't know what you're talking about. There is a cleanse called the Master Cleanse. It's basically like a starvation diet that you go on for way too long. I've heard of the Master Cleanse. Right. So part of it is that throughout you drink this lemonade that's made with water, obviously, and lemon juice, but you add cayenne and you sweeten it with um, grade B maple syrup. What's the difference there? They say mineral content. They I say... say. <laughs> The price of my love's not a price that you're willing to pay. <laughs> there he Go is. On. I don't know that there's actually a difference. I can't speak to that. But the master cleanse is terrible. Is there a price difference? Uh, I think there is. I would pay for the extra for grade A if I was in the store. If you had put maple syrup on the list yeah. and I was doing the shopping, I would be like, well, obviously I want grade A. Sometimes the Whole Foods near us will even have a Master Cleanse end cap where they've got the mm. grade B syrup, the cayenne, and the lemon juice just right there for you to mm. starve yourself. Wait, so it's separate things? Yeah, you mix it yourself. Oh, you don't take them separately though? No, no, no. You just mix them up and then you drink the lemonade. I actually tried to do the Master Cleanse at one point and I could not do it, but I enjoyed mm. the lemonade very much. Mm. I'm not finding prices. I would bet the grade B is more expensive, though, because if it's supposed it's, mineral huh. content that I can't vouch for. Does it come from a different tree? I think it's a processing thing. Different part of the tree? Like how filtered it top is or Top of the something. tree, bottom of the tree? Probably from the top of the tree. I would say B for bottom, grade B. Oh. Grade bottom. Grade bottom, you're right. What was I even thinking? Hey. Hey. Should we talk about what we ate? Oh. Should we talk about what we're going to eat? Are we agreed that that's what we are going to eat? Why don't we talk about what you want to eat? Okay. What I would like to do for dinner. Sell me on this dish. Here's what we're going to have. You've had it many times before. You've enjoyed it every time. Here's my proposal. I will slice up 
the Beyond Sausage. On the angle so it gets more crispy surface layer. I'll put it in the air fryer with bell pepper and sweet onion. I'll spray it with oil. Not aerosol spray because that damages the basket. Spritzy spray only, everyone. Then I will put it in the air fryer at 400 for 8 to 12 minutes until the onions soften and the sausage gets brown and crispy. This is your pitch? It's very detailed. Well, you wanted my pitch. It's this is my pitch. getting a little in the weeds is then, what I'm saying. Though. Then like I will selling. plate it up with some fluffy rice, and you, Dave Streepy, can put butter on your rice because I know you love that. Not all the time. I know, but in this scenario, I think you would enjoy it. You make me sound like a monster. No. A buttery monster. You, a buttery monster is what I always tell people about you. Do you? are like, what's your husband like? And I, at the martini bar, I'm like, you he's a buttery. You go out with your girlfriends at the martini bar and you talk about what a buttery monster I am. All the time. Ask them. They'll tell you. I have. Yeah. What did they say? Well, Barbara is my <laughs> usual link. Oh, Barb. Barb. She prefers Barbara and she hates that you call her Barb. She does? Yeah. She's never said anything. She has actually said something several times actually i've been there <laughs> when that's happened but you just persist yeah yeah anyway barbara yeah. is my line to what you're saying about me at the martini bar at the martini bar yeah. that i go to just all the yep. time especially in, in covid that's your one uh outlet mm-hmm. is i just go Thursday to a crowded at the martini bar crowded martini bar with barb barbara barbara with barbara and my other yep. buttery friends your buttery friends sure why are they buttery you're but what 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 did you do <laughs> i don't know I what did you do i'm that trying to be with thin, you on this journey yeah yeah that was a thin thread and then you just I smeared butter on it slipped right out of my it. hand <laughs> what do you think what do you think what do you think about what sausage peppers oh. and onions with rice because we don't have any them. buns i like sausage on a bun Okay, do you want me to run to the store for no, buns after this? No, I don't. I like, mean, I, I can. I got it. What's that noise? It sounds like a jackhammer. Are they allowed to do construction on a Sunday? Did you start a wash load before we <gasps> Yes, I recording? did. That's cool. the spin cycle. Cool. Cool. Good move. Cool move. Yeah, I can kind of hear it in my headphones a little bit. It's yeah. quiet, though. It's not that loud. This, this humanizes us. Yeah, we do laundry. We're just like you. We're exactly like you. Going to the Except martini we bar. we decided to start a podcast. So what do you think? About dinner? Over rice. You're really going to not do mac and cheese. <gasps> I forgot that I promised mac and cheese. You promised it. This is day three that you have promised it. Yeah. And you have talked the family out of it for three days. I'm not. <laughs> I don't care. I know. But You're I'm right. not the one. Sausage, peppers, and onions would be too much with mac and cheese. That'd be a lot. Sausage and the mac and cheese would be good. It would. You want me to do that? Oh my gosh, you're squinting at me like I'm picturing it. That's a like thinking. I'm like, maybe the dog should have three legs. I just have a I'm thinking. That was my thinking face. You, I'm squinting because I'm trying to picture. You looked at me while you did it. I was looking over there, over your shoulder. There I am. Over yonder to the distance trying to picture sausage in the mac and cheese. Sausage, peppers, and onions in the mac and cheese would actually be really good. It's too much. It's pretty decadent. It is. That would be an eight-serving dish. Heavy, heavy food, which was my original point when I was talking about not going for the run and being disappointed about that. 
was then I came in and ate my feelings with a big breakfast sandwich. It was a just egg patty and a Beyond sausage patty and a hash brown and a slice of cheese on heavily buttered toast. God, I do eat a lot of butter. You love butter. With grits mm-hmm. that had butter in them too. What cheese slices I'm do we have? Gross. Sorry to interrupt. Can I can I sorry lay out the the dish that I ate? Yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. I'm done. What cheese slices do we you have? have chow. We do? Yes, we've had chow for like two weeks. I didn't know we had any cheese slices in the house. They're where the cheese slices always are. We need to make grilled cheese sandwiches one day this mm. week because that would be lovely. That seems like an overuse of the cheese. We could do grilled cheese sandwiches and finally crack open those garden soups and eat them because we purchased them weeks ago. Yeah, but soups are good forever. They There's are, no but we need to eat them so soups. we can review them on this podcast before everyone's had them already. Becky just did like a pointy gun motion <laughs> pointed, when she po- and pointed down at the, at the table. I'm right, pointing- but you did it with your thumb out like it was the hammer on a gun, like you were... Is that what people do with a gun? They shake it around. (laughs) You know what you were doing. I was just pointing. You were doing, it was that 90s like. I'm pointing. All right. (laughs) Dave is so annoyed with me today. He's rubbing his face. So we're going to have mac and cheese for dinner. And we'll have sausage, peppers, and onions tomorrow. We're not going to put the sausage in the mac and cheese. Oh. There's four in the pack. Mm. Oh, so I could put one in the mac and cheese. That's not That's enough. One option. You could put two in the mac and cheese. But then we won't have enough for sausage, peppers, and onions. My point. You and I could both have a sausage. And then what would the child eat? He'd be so upset. He loves Beyond Sausage. Then you don't have the sausage. What? I'm just saying that I unilaterally made the decision. Uh-huh. To make a grocery order this morning because yeah. I was out of coffee and wanted to get coffee. Saw a delivery window that made that happen for me. Mm-hmm. Added some other staples to it, one of which was Beyond Sausages. It, they haven't been here for more than an hour probably. And you have already spoken for all four plans for all four of the sausages that I unilaterally <laughs> ordered. Right before your order came? I unloaded the quarantine groceries because Uh what I've started doing is if something doesn't have to go in the fridge right away, Mm -hmm. I don't worry about wiping it down or sanitizing it. I just stick them in a corner, put away the next day. Okay. And among the quarantine groceries was a beautiful orange bell pepper. And so then when I saw you unpack the Beyond Sausages, in my brain, I connected and Mm -hmm. was like, I know what would be good. You saw the opportunity. Yes. And I took it. But then- what if we put, do we have more of those Beyond Breakfast sausages? Yes. What if we put those in the mac and cheese? Because I have it on good authority that they're good in chili. I wonder if they'd be good in mac and cheese. I don't know. It feels like a different experience to me. And they're spicy. Yeah. Right, 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 right. How about we do it with broccoli? And I was pointing at where our child lives yeah. when I made that noise. Outside the door there. Medium. Right. So we'll have the mac and cheese with broccoli, as usual. And he doesn't like it when we put the chickenless strips in there. I don't think I like those chickenless strips. At all? We have three bags of them. <laughs> Do you know my theory, though? What's your theory? Oh, that you liked them at first and now you don't. 
No, that I've had gastrointestinal distress on every night that we've eaten them. Oh, I wouldn't like them either. So my theory is they're upsetting. You see where? Yeah, you got there. Yeah. Well, I don't like that about them. I don't like it either. And we'll just do tofu. I'll bake it. What? Tofu. What about the guardian turkey? In the do we have that? I don't know. Then we don't. If you didn't order it, then we don't. We have chickenless tenders, we have fishless fillets, and we have those Morningstar chicken strips. Those are our frozen vegan meat options for today. Oh, and the Beyond Sausage, which is, we'd have to take that out to defrost like right after this. It's in the fridge. <gasps> You're so smart. Should we try it? Let's try it. Beyond try Sausage what? and the Mac. The the Franks? The Isn't Beyond Sausages. You, the Lynx. I'm, I meant Lynx. Oh, <laughs> I thought you bought some kind of hot dog. I wish. So let's do that. We'll try it out. Is we'll let y'all know how it is. Yes. That exists that has the snap of a Beyond Sausage? No, of a of a meat hot dog. Well, that's what a Beyond Sausage has, right? That's what you've always said. It has the snap. It's closer to it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not talking about the spice snap though. I'm talking about the texture snap. Yeah. Yeah. So there's the light life ones which are mediocre. Okay. Field Roast makes ones that I really like. I don't like them. I know. And I they're not hot dogs. They're not hot dogs. They make, they're Franks. Mm-mm-mm. Uh-uh-uh. Have you had the Field Roast hot dogs? Uh-uh-uh. You're talking about the apple. No, I'm talking about the Field Roast hot dogs. Uh-uh-uh. Excuse me while I pull that up on my phone to show you a picture. Oh, and then... I did hear that Upton's has hot dogs now and that they are, or maybe I think they've had hot dogs for a minute, but that they're available in Atlanta area now. This is what I'm talking about. Field Roast Frankfurters. All right, you are handing me a notes app that says, I am act handing- like you're reading a page about Frankfurters <laughs> and just give me this one because you're really low energy today. And hey. yep, you're right. There it is. Frankfurters Field Roast. They look well prepared in that picture. That's what the package looks like. You see it? Yep, I see it. You were you were right. So you, you don't remember? Do you not remember them? Maybe I mm. liked them. I thought maybe you weren't as jazzed about them, but I thought they were real good. I don't know that I've ever had those in my life. Well, I will pick some up next time I see them. We should try the Uptons, and then we should try the Uptons ones. If anyone knows of other vegan hot dogs that are good, let us know. We will eat them. I've never had a carrot dog. Have you? No. Do I lose my vegan card for saying that? There's a vegan card? Yeah. You don't have one? No. I keep it in my wallet. No, oh, I don't have one. It says your level. What level am I? You don't have a card, you said. Right. I don't know. I don't know what level I am. I'll tell you a secret. What? There's no such thing as a vegan card. Yeah. They don't send those. I was going to say, it sounds like bullshit. It is. Yeah. Oh, we lost our, our non-exclusive oh, rating. so? <laughs> I better remember to mark that. So. Why? You're going to cut it out? No. It's podcast police. They're coming for us. They should have come a couple of weeks ago. All right. So for dinner, we're going to try the sausage and the mac and cheese. Are we? Yeah. Okay. We'll try it. We'll report back on it next week. Fine. It's fine. Should we move on to your new favorite segment? (sighs) No. Look. Yeah. We're skipping too many things. We're not skipping anything. What are you talking about? What we ate this week. 
No, that was what we ate this week is what we planned to eat. No, it wasn't. Eat. No, it that's doesn't... leftover from last week. We already talked about that last week. This one's a disaster. It's not. And then there's no talking takeout? What do we have that we haven't talked about? I got the tacos from El Mariachi this week. Yeah, we've talked about those tacos from El Mariachi. So, no, we talked about the enchiladas. No, I distinctly remember describing for you what's in the tacos right. fair day. You tell me what to talk about then. I told you what's next is the new favorite You told segment. me. You keep pointing at the script that you have just said had two wrong things on it. Your new favorite segment, Till Tofu is part. Is it not your new favorite segment? I don't know yet. We haven't done it. Should we do it? Yeah. Can you sing the song? No, there is no song. I know. Could you make one real quick? No. David. What? Make a song. I don't have a song. You can't. It doesn't work that way. Is there? Can you? I don't have a song. Oh, I thought maybe that no. if I waited, you would come up with I thought if I just gave you a minute. You're still <laughs> doing it. I don't have a song. I don't. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's just dive in. So last week, Dave yeah, brought up. Have a... <laughs> nope. Nope. Try again. No. Please. No. I'm I thought you were it. up to I a great start. It. it was croony. I liked it. Nope. So last week, <laughs> I keep waiting for you to start singing. Last week, Dave shared. When you got a combo and you do Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, you were starting to dance too. I was going to snap. Nope. I'm not doing it. I'm out. I'm out of the game. This might be my last episode. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. We still have to do the one with Kadri. Well, okay. I'll come back for that one. What, am I going to be alone? No. You'll get a new host. Oh, my gosh. Dave, you're not. That wouldn't be very nice. All right. Okay. That wouldn't be nice? Yeah. What's nice is doing this with you each week. Why don't I agree to stay on until you find a new host? Okay. Okay. Last week, David Streepy had an idea. The idea was to make soft oatmeal cookies and spread peanut butter on them. Mm-hmm. That idea launched a segment called. You don't want to say it? I'm still thinking of a song. <laughs> Till Tofu is part. You could do so. Never mind. Title TK. Title TK? Mm-hmm. What's that mean? We could also call it Snacking Around. No, it's Till Tofu. What are you doing? We could also call oh, it. Oh, I guess now that I'm. Sunsetting as your co-host. <laughs> what was the pantry one that was so good? That's a different segment. Stop it. <laughs> it's a different pantry thing that droppers? we talked about. No. Pantry droppers. <laughs> pantry droppers is the flag that you're planning right no. now. What was it? We're not talking about it yet. Please don't. Okay. I can't tell if you're serious. You are. I'm serious. Okay. Till Tofo's part. Where we try out food combinations and see which two we want to marry to each other. And so I didn't fully understand how this uh, segment worked <laughs> when I agreed. I don't know why. It was unclear. I didn't understand it when I agreed to do it. And so what I thought we were doing was taking the oatmeal cookie peanut butter combo and trying to zhuzh it into something amazing. And so my idea, which I did not let go of even once this segment idea was clarified to me. My idea was to bake the soft oatmeal cookies, which I did, and they are amazing. And then I made a fluffy peanut butter frosting 
to slather in between the two cookies. And that was the first combo that we tried. Let me just take a step back and say that this idea came from, we had oatmeal cookies from a box. Crunchy ones. In the pantry. One time, one night, I was like, let's put peanut butter on these and make a peanut butter sandwich out of the oatmeal cookies. I think we talked about that last time. Yes, that's how we came up with. Right. But the idea was, hey, let's take this easy thing that's in the pantry and come up with a few ideas of what could go in the middle of them. And then we would make a funny joke about how that would be what the oatmeal cookies married. Whatever was the better thing to put in the middle there. And you took that and made better oatmeal cookies and then made a better peanut butter to put in there. Like you already gave it a glow up. Like they were their best selves. Right. And I was more of a blind date, like just show up and like grab the peanut butter, grab the cookies, put those together. Like you put effort into your contender. Yeah. Well, I feel like that, that was not my understanding of the spirit of the effort. I just think if you have a blind date that you're going on, you want to look your best. Well, then my idea for whoever won and was going to marry the oatmeal cookie Mm -hmm. would then get that treatment. That would be the point at which you make the fancy oatmeal cookie because you're dressing up the oatmeal cookie. That's the point at which you make the fancy peanut butter. Because you're dressing up the peanut butter and you're having the fancy. Like a wedding day. Exact till tofu us part. I see. I get it now. We're we're figuring out which one should be married and then we're marrying them on your your website. Because you're going to put a recipe up of the winner. Okay. I got ahead of myself is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh. Well, I won't do that next time. I don't know. Is it a better idea? I don't know if it's a better idea. It's how the idea came across to me when I was confused. I think you were excited to make a great snack. I do think I got pretty jazzed and then just got swept up. Right. Which I was like, too soon. Yeah. Because there has to be some sort of level playing field with the contenders. Like, I can't do that. I can't come in and make like... The fancy stuff because I don't have the skill that you have. I don't have the heart that you have. I see what you're saying. I don't have the skill or the heart that you have that you mix together and take your scart and make a special. I'm sorry, my scart? Your skill and your heart. My scart. Your scart. Another rain picked up. Oh, man. Yeah, it's really coming down out there. I should just take a nap. It's a good day for a nap. Anyway. Yep. You put. More effort into it than I could put into the contender. And I don't want to give too much away. Mm-hmm. But if you keep doing that, Till Tofu is part will always, your contestant will always be the winner. I see what you're saying. We should have just put peanut butter on those crunchy cookies. Right. I shouldn't and have been, been baking. Like, and then been like. This is the best combo. Now let's How do we make it. the best peanut butter and oatmeal cookie? You Got know? it. I see what you're saying. That was my vision of it. But I'm open to, this is not a good idea. So (laughs) I'm not precious about this. I had a specific view of the trajectory of it, but that doesn't mean it's the correct view. Does that make sense? It's Yes. 
Yes. Should we talk about how it shook out this week and what we made? I want to keep talking about what the idea of it was and what our understanding of the idea was. Just continue to talk about it. And just keep just really just drill it into the ground. Mm -hmm. You made the cookie. You made the. Oh, yeah. So if you've ever opened up a container of the um, Quaker, if you ever have opened up a Quaker Oats container and you look inside the lid, there's the recipe for vanishing oatmeal cookies. And those were the recipe that I based this on because those are some good oatmeal cookies and I knew that they were nice and soft. So I just veganized that recipe. And then for the inside, I just made a really simple like whipped peanut butter frosting with like powdered sugar and uh, peanut butter and other stuff, frosting stuff. Wait, what did you, wait, what? Was a frosting. What was in there? A little bit of vegan butter, mm-hmm. a little bit of peanut butter, mm-hmm. powdered sugar, yeah. a little bit of oat milk to make it. And then you it's just- fluffy. Yeah, you whip it up. Yeah. With a, you can use a, a mixer, but for this, I didn't feel like doing that since it was just an experiment. I just whipped it up with a fork. It worked fine. And it did work fine. It did work fine. Spread it between the two cookies. Chilled it. Chilled it. Chilled it. I would. I should have spread more. I think. And actually, I think it would be better as a frosting on top of one cookie. I feel like those cookies are so thick. Yeah. It was a lot. Two C's. Yeah, it was very two C's for sure. Yeah. That was a three serving cookie sandwich. Yeah, and it was delicious. It was delicious. So rich and filling. My contender was oatmeal cookies. I used the ones that you baked because why not? At least level that playing field. And then I used whipped cream. What was it? What was the brand? True Whip. True Whip makes a vegan whipped cream. It's kind of like a cool whip, similar, that it comes in the tub and you yeah. store it in the freezer. You scoop it out of the tub, which I thought was important because that one is a little bit between like a whipped cream from the... Yeah. You know, what's the... Canister? Sure. The canister. It's like a half step between the canister and like ice cream. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's solid a little bit. That was going to be my note about it was that because it's frozen, uh-huh. it tasted to me like an ice cream sandwich. Yeah, but without all the baggage of an ice cream sandwich. With a lot less ice cream, I thought. Right. Like it's not heavy. Yeah. Well, I think the two cookies made it pretty heavy. Right. But, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Not as heavy as if it had ice cream. If it had had like a whole scoop of ice cream yeah. in the middle. I agree with that. I'm just saying it, it, it felt ice cream sandwichy to me, which I'm not complaining about. Right. I'm just saying that that wasn't the experience you were going for, right? I wanted to get something that worked with the oatmeal cookie, but that didn't change the oatmeal cookie. And I know that marriage is about compromise and change, but I felt like the oatmeal cookie had a lot going on and I didn't want to, didn't want the oatmeal cookie to lose any of its profile Mm -hmm. in this new pairing. I thought ice cream would have done that. Ice cream would have taken the flavor and redirected it to whatever the ice cream was. Even if it was vanilla, mm-hmm. it would have redirected that. When you use the whipped cream, because the whipped cream has its own specific taste and consistency, and that taste and consistency is both complementary to the oatmeal cookie, and it also does not compete with it, then they work together and they create something new that holds the best of both of them. I see. And I know that one thing was very clear from the jump was that you would be the judge of whose was better. That wasn't clear. You made that clear to me at several points. Oh, I was a joke. Oh, I was joking. Ooh. Okay. I get I get input? 
course you do. Which one was your favorite? What did you go? Mine. Of course. I liked yours too. Yay! So should I put it on my website? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Do what you want at this point. Y'all get at us. Do you want this recipe no, on my... On the, just put it on the website. Well, don't no, let I would... our viewer tell you what to do. Well, I mean, putting it on the website is going to take a lot of work. I have to get all the ingredients again. I would need to have a recipe shoot to make a video. This is what you would do with the winner anyway, right? That's true. I'll do it. I'm going to put in the work it. for you. Plus, it's a really good cookie. It's sandwich. a good cookie. Although I it's think I might do it as a frosted cookie instead of a sandwich, I'll be honest with you. Oh, so you're changing it already. Well, here's my thought. Can I tell you? Can we talk about it? Marriage is about growth and change. I tried the two cookies with the peanut butter in the middle. These cookies are pretty thick. I felt like the peanut butter got lost between them, and I thought, but one cookie. And it was just a lot. I don't That much sweet. It was just too much for me. But I thought a single cookie with a nice dollop of that frosting smeared on the top would be top notch. Mm. But till tofu is part is over. So put an alt up there as well. Okay. I'll put the sandwich up as an alt. There's no, you are the only recipe on the website mandate. Anyway, I liked the whipped cream sandwich too. Nobody else wants to talk about that. I did like it. I thought it tasted like an ice cream sandwich. I told you it was good. This is the first I've heard. That it was good. I liked it. I ate my whole portion of it. Okay. The kid did not. The kid does not like whipped cream, though. So yeah. he didn't even really take a try bite. And I, what was I going to force him to try a cookie? No. No. I saved that for new vegetables. Hey. Mm-hmm. Should we eat something new? Yeah. So we are going to continue our Simple Truth dip train. And this week we're, we tried the Simple Truth cauliflower queso. It was like a spicy queso dip. Now, is this the third of three? This is three of three. Yeah. What are the other two? The other two are the buffalo dip and the cilantro jalapeno. All of them are cauliflower and almond base. How do they make cauliflower into that? They blend it up. Cauliflower cream is like really creamy and the flavor of cauliflower is really easy to overpower with other spices. So So the cauliflower, like just cauliflower, you put cauliflower and you mash it up so fine that it becomes a cream. Like I don't understand. This is the part that I don't understand. Oh, okay. So you stick to do a cauliflower dip. You would get out your blender. You're basically making a smoothie. You get your blender out. You put your cauliflower in there with some water. They used... Almonds. Some of them have cashew. Some of them don't. This one doesn't. Mm -hmm. This one uses almond butter in addition to the almonds. And you just blend it all up. Hmm. And then the cauliflower and the nuts form like the creamy base. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's a magical thing. Yeah. Interesting. You can also put cauliflower into smoothies. If you do a bunch of fruit and stuff, you can't taste it. Hmm. It's true. What's the benefit of that? Hidden vegetables. Hmm. Do you want to talk first about this dip? Oh, I thought you were going to go through all these ingredients that you typed out. No, I just have those there for reference. Oh, okay. I'm going to share my thoughts here. Please of do. That I am not a nacho fan, and this was a nacho-flavored dip. I don't like nacho cheese a lot. I don't hate it necessarily, but it's hard to get excited about it. But I got my ruffles out. And I got this dip out and I started dipping and I could not stop because it was so tasty. It was so pleasant. That's my spicy too, I thought. 
Okay, I'm going to piggyback on what you said and say I think that you liked it so much because it did not taste like nacho cheese to me at all. Oh. I thought it tasted like a very wonderful, creamy, spicy red pepper dip. You said spicy a few times and I'm not, I didn't get it. It had a little bit of a kick to Mm. it. It wasn't super spicy, but it had a little kick to it. And bell peppers are the second ingredient in this. And I think that they came through so much and Mm. it was a delicious dip, but I think calling it queso does it a disservice because it didn't taste cheesy, even though it has nutritional yeast in it. It didn't taste cheesy to me at all. That's strange. I got a real cheesy vibe. Did you? And I got a nacho vibe. Really? Yeah. And I didn't get a spicy vibe. Did I eat the right thing? <laughs> I hope so. Did you open a new jar or you opened the one? jar? Okay, good. Because there's a queso. Oh, is that a trick? No, there's a, well, there's a queso in the fridge that's in a jar mm-hmm. that we haven't opened yet, but mm-hmm. we will. I think it's a vegan valley for later. Okay. But the simple truth's a, in one of those little flat tub. plastic yeah. tubs. Yeah. It was red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You tried the right thing. Yeah. I did not get a queso vibe from it at all. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, wow. This but you wild. loved it. I really liked it. I really liked it too. I thought it was great. I snacked on it many times. I think it's the best of the Simple Truth dips. Really? Yes. Wow. What, wow, wow, What's wow. wrong? I'm just surprised. I got more of the cilantro jalapeno dip in this week's grocery order because... That's good too. Look, you can be the best and still have the, the rest be good. Yeah. I think they're all really good. I recommend the trio, but this was, I think this was my least favorite and I'm not saying I didn't like it. I want to stress that I really liked it, but for me, it was Buffalo, cilantro, jalapeno, and then this queso. Would you have said that if I didn't say it was my favorite? Are you just coming at me? Yeah, I'm just coming at you. Okay. (laughs) As I do. Yeah. Knives out. Knives out. Oh, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. Who did it? Should we spoil it? No. I thought the texture of this dip was great. It was nice and creamy. This dip also uses xanthan gum to thicken it, and I feel like they did not overdo it. It just had like a nice, rich, creamy texture. I almost wonder, I mean, I guess it needed it because there it was, but I feel like between the cauliflower and the almonds and the almond butter, it would have a creamy texture already. Is xanthan gum naturally derived, or do you have to make it? You know, I'm not sure. I think it's natural. I'm going to look like up what it what? is. It's made by fermenting simple sugars, everyone. What? That's what the internet told me. Wikipedia. What's xanthan about it? I don't know. It's a really unique name for it. It's polysaccharide with many industrial uses, including as a common food additive. It is an effective thickening agent and stabilizer. Oh, maybe they keep, use it to keep it from separating and not to thicken. It sounds like a home planet. It does. I almost feel like the name makes it seem like really processed and it's not. Yeah. The person who's discovered it wasn't named Xanthan. Oh, the gum derives its name from the species of bacteria used during the fermentation Ooh. process. There's, I mean, I don't want to be reminded of it, though. Think about yogurt. Xantho yeah, if it was called Xantho. Compestris. This it, is the same bacterium responsible for... Oh, I won't tell you about that. What? <laughs> what? Causing black rot to form on broccoli, cauliflower, and other leafy vegetables. Ah, uh, I know. I was just gonna not bacteria gone wild. Yep. <laughs> wow. So maybe they use it to keep it from separating because a dip like that would, like when I make my buffalo almond dip, for example, you have to stir it 
sometimes if you leave it overnight because the water will separate out. Uh huh. You can just stir it and it's fine, but. Xanthin or xanthem? Xanthin. Xanthin. I am Jace from the planet Xanthin, and I'm here to cheese you off. I don't know. I liked it. Nate. It's a good premise. No. Some kind it's of not a... even a premise, really? Sure. Like a. Like a. You don't. You don't have to support these. Okay. Because <laughs> I didn't have anything to say next. You can just so. be like, I didn't like that. I did like it. I just don't have anything to, okay. to add. I don't think you liked it. I loved it. It was unlikable. So I think this was spicy. It had jalapeno, serrano pepper, and cayenne in it. That's I like serrano pepper. I know. I just didn't. It didn't taste spicy. I didn't you? taste it. Yeah. I really think my tolerance for spiciness has gone down. Maybe. I feel like it happened while I was pregnant. Or like after... I think something hormonal happens in my body. Huh. Okay. Is that I, a thing? I don't know. Get at me. Has that happened to any of you? It is wild. I can used you, to be able you... to eat the spiciest spicy foods. And then after I had a kid, my tolerance for spice has, I mean, I still like spicy food, but not as spicy. I can't. I mean, don't they say your palate changes every 10 years? Maybe that's it. Yeah. So I <laughs> ate this. With pita chips, and I wish that we'd had some tortilla chips because I think they would have been really great, that it would have been great as a nacho situation. Well, we got tortilla chips from El Mariachi, but we're not allowed to talk about that. We can talk about, it's not a secret. I'm just saying it's not worthy of a whole segment because we've talked about El Mariachi, I want to say more than once, because we've talked about those tacos and we talked about the stacked enchiladas when you got them. I'm just saying. Yeah. You're trying to keep things interesting. Yeah. In a world where every day is the same. I keep it snappy. Every day is the same. Every day is not exactly the same. Today it's raining. Last night there was a hurricane warning. Nope. Tornado. Yep. (laughs) Gotcha. Well, that's our episode. Is that it? I don't know. I had an idea for nachos. Oh, yeah. Tortilla chips and beans and other fun nacho-y toppings and put this queso on top. The idea can't include... Other fun thing like other so, have the full idea. Oh, you want the full idea? Yes. So I would do beans and corn, and I would do cilantro. Okay. Tomatoes. I think that would be it. I wouldn't want to overload them. No jalapeno. I think the jalapeno would come after the queso, though. Queso and then jalapeno on top, because some people in this house right not want jalapeno. No, I thought you were just describing the total ingredients. Not I was going the order in order. Oh yeah, I was going in order of building okay. it up. So it would go chips, beans and corn, cilantro. Queso, fresh or pickled jalapenos. I don't know. Take a stand. And then green onions. Pick one. But not for you. Take a stand. Oh, uh, fresh. Fresh. Wow. Okay. I think in this case, fresh. Okay. Slices. You know what my nacho dish would look like? Mm -mm. It would not exist because nachos are a waste of time. What? I don't like nachos. It's so much work. You You have to take the chip. You have to make sure that the chip has enough. First of all, you have to wrestle it away because it's gooped together with all the other chips. With this queso, that wouldn't be the queso, though. Hey. I heard it. You wrestle it away from the other chips. Half of the chip is soggy while the other half is still crisp. The soggy half probably has two-thirds of the total ingredient list on there. So then you have to take the hard, the still crispy half and try and scoop up the other ingredients that you missed and then you have to fit it all in to take a bite 
because if you took like fit the whole thing into your mouth in a bite, because if you do part of it, you're going to lose the ingredients in the bite. Like they're going to fall off and you have to either double dip or you're going to have to get a fork out and pick those ingredients up and put them on so you can have that last bite. That takes like five minutes a bite. Oh, and lettuce. I would put lettuce on top, shredded, fresh, crunchy. You can have it. I'm saying I think that what you're describing is part of the nacho experience. It's like a game. What can I get? Also, you can use a fork with your nachos, and that makes it a little bit easier. That makes it pointless. And also, it's not fun to not get the experience that you're going for. I think it's fun. Everybody is a little bit different. Yeah, I know everybody's a little bit every different. Every bite, every bite oh, of I thought, nacho. I thought you were defending why you and I have different opinions <laughs> Dave, on each nachos. Each human in this yeah, beautiful world yeah. is unique. I know. And has their own thoughts and ideas. I know, I know. And I know my takes are bad, but... The, I don't think your takes are bad, but sometimes they're no, shocking. No, but objectively they are. I mean, I think hating nachos, I'm going to call that a bad take. I love a nacho. You have an ideal with the nacho, right? You have an ideal, which is why all the ingredients are there, right? Seven ingredients and a chip. The ideal is that all seven of those ingredients will be on the chip, right? I don't know. Maybe you're approaching nachos from like the wrong direction. I think the whole idea is you have seven ingredients. That's so many combinations. Each of those, even if you get only one or two, delicious. And so each nacho bite is a unique and delicious dining experience. Even if we met in the middle. And said that I would allow for a definition of the experience that was what you're describing. That still would not explain why 50% of my nacho chips are mostly chip. That's why you have guac on the side for the mostly chip. To dip? The The, mostly chip. That's half of the chips that I'm eating in the nachos. Yeah, think about how much guac you get to eat. Right, but 50% of it is not the seven ingredients that are on the list of nachos. 50% of it is just eating chips. And guac. That's a solution for the fact that you have 50, that for the fact that the nachos are flawed. It's an enhancement and it's part of the nacho experience. It's not an enhancement. Sometimes it's salsa. It's nachos. But I think that's, why would you have salsa when you could have guac? That's fine. It's part of it. I'm not arguing that. Why did you bring that into it? The dip on the side is part of it. The dip on the side is not part of it because if it was part of it, they would include it. And they do not. You have to pay extra for it. That's because they're monsters. No, that's because they're two different menu items. I just don't think that's true. Because if they don't include guac, they do include salsa. The restaurant does. Yes. But this is a separate thing from nachos. You might as well say margaritas are part of nachos. Because the restaurant offers them. No, it's part of it because you need something to dip the only chips. I agree that the only chips are part of the nacho experience. The fact that the nacho experience produces such a high (laughs) number of only chips is a flaw of the idea of nachos. See, I just don't see that as a flaw. And we won't even, you're trying to wrap it up. No, I was going to say. You're not even going, you're not, don't, don't get at us yet. But that is what I was. You're thinking. not even going to acknowledge the yeah. fact that when the chips are gone, mm-hmm. what's left? Toppings. A shit ton of toppings, and you get to eat those with a fork. Yum. And that's part of it. Yeah. That should be part of it. Yes. No. It's they all. Should, the idea of nachos <laughs> is that the chips have the toppings on them. That you are leveling up your tortilla chips, 
with all of these toppings mm-hmm. and that the chips are going to be carriers for all of these toppings. When you get a chip that is not a carrier for all these toppings, that is a failing of nachos. When you have toppings and no chips left to eat them because you've eaten all of the only chips and those toppings that were supposed to be on the chips are on the plate all by themselves and you have to get a fork, that is a failing. And there is no way to do nachos that does not include both failings. See, and I think what you're calling failings are not failings. I think both of those are features. That's because you come at things with a make it work attitude (laughs) rather than calling them out for the flaws that they are. You want to create a world that welcomes them. Yes. That they're they're an island of misfit toysing the nachos. And I'm saying, get it together. Just don't order it. I love nachos. I'm telling the, the industry to get it together. You're not telling you. the you industry not to order? I'm telling the industry to fix their nachos. How? Make it. That's not my problem. If that was my problem, I'd fix it. I have seen. There is. I think it was on Twitter. Someone posted a photo from a restaurant whose name I can't remember. But this restaurant makes your single serving of nachos on an entire cookie sheet mm-hmm. so that it's a single layer of chips. Okay. And so that every chip has the equal amounts of all of the things. But that just seems like a lot. And also, that's not necessarily the nacho experience. But you cannot... Any plate of chips where the idea is you are going to reach out and take a chip and eat it. Mm -hmm. For there to be an area of the chip for you to reach out and take. Like what you're describing just seems like there's chips in a pan and they've dumped stuff on top of it. How are you supposed to eat that? With your hands? Gross. (laughs) But then it would have the even distribution of stuff exactly. that you're exactly. looking for. But it's not eatable. Like nachos are meant to be eaten, which is you pick up the chip and you eat it, mm-hmm. right? So what they need is to scientifically make it so that 20% of the chip is always available for you to reach out and grab and hold by. And the other 80% holds all seven ingredients. So you're more of a seven-layer dip guy. I'm not a seven-layer dip guy because the chips are not at the bottom of the seven-layer dip. But you're saying that because then you reach out and grab the chip and you do a dip, nice and tidy. You want it to be neat and tidy. This is the enchiladas all over chip, again. No, I'm saying that chips and dip are a well-established way of eating chips and putting something on a chip. Like that system works. <laughs> you think nachos were reinventing the wheel in a way that didn't work. I think that nachos are a difficult food to eat and that they're a waste of time. Like that the the idea of them is better than the execution 100% of the time. I think they're a wonderful combination of flavors and textures. They're a little bit messy, which is part of it. I can't remember the last time I wasn't disappointed with nachos. And I can't remember the last time I was disappointed with nachos. I feel like you're just being contrary. I'm truly trying to think. We got those nachos from Chi Chi Vegan. Amazing. We got nachos from El Mariachi. Fabulous. I've made us nachos several times. Delightful. They all had the problem. I just guess I don't see the problem as like this insurmountable thing that would get in the way of me experiencing a nacho. Maybe I just want the world to be better. Can people get at us now? I don't see why they would. Y'all, yay or nay, how do you feel? Nachos, let us know. You can tweet at us at Talkin' Tofu or email us. Oh, you should work this at Talkin' Tofu Pod at gmail.com. Speaking of emailing us, 
Thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. And we'd love to hear from you. Got a suggestion for a food we should try? Thoughts about an episode? Just want to say hello? Write to us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Talk that was Talking Tofu. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.